perception, perception is, is reality. Reality. doctors all day long. I even call myself a doctor every once in a while. We do need a real mask mandate with consequences for the small percentage of Hoosiers who choose not to protect themselves or protect others. We need to realize that our state government wastes millions, if not billions of dollars a year on old processes, old systems, and just plain old fraud, waste, and abuse. And everybody knows it, they just don't want to talk about it. Well, there you go. Three very different quotes from three very different men, all hoping to be the next governor of the state of Indiana. First, you heard from Eric Holcomb, the Republican incumbent governor of the state, followed by his Democratic challenger, Dr. Woody Myers, and last but not least, the Libertarian candidate, Donald Rainwater. And what's funny to me is if you listen to each of these quotes, which we will again here in just a moment, that you can hear the individual political philosophies of each candidate contained within the small little blurb quote. It's comical to me how representative of each individual candidate these quotes happen to be. As for me, I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey, and you're listening to this 125th episode of Perception is Reality. It's good to be with you. Thanks for giving me a little bit of your time. If you wouldn't mind, please share the show with everyone you know. We can be found on all major podcast hosting sites by searching for Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, or you can simply search on Google for Bilbrey Podcast. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y Podcast. Also, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bilberry318. All right, so these three quotes came from the gubernatorial debate that took place last night, Tuesday, October 20th, 2020. It was the first time that all three of these gentlemen were in the same area at the same time answering questions. Okay. Now, the questions that were asked, they didn't really get down to the heart of any real matter. They all just kind of scratched the surface. That's the problem with debates. In my opinion, during an election process, only the political junkies follow the campaign like I do. Okay. Most people who just live regular day-to-day lives... They don't hear as much as, say, I do, or you guys that listen to this show here. They're just living their life, and they wait for something like this for them to be able to take a look at who's running. And when we really don't get down to the heart of the matter, 
It's doing a major disservice. I couldn't believe that it was only an hour long. I have no understanding of why they could not have made this a 90-minute event. Hell, a two-hour event would have been fine. Giving these guys six, seven questions that they're only allowed to answer in one or two-minute answers is nuts. That's why we have the problem that we have. People feel like they don't know who's running. They don't know what they stand for. People say, oh, I'm not political. I'm not political. Listen, you don't have to be political. You have to listen to the guy speaking or the gal speaking. And you have to determine if this person has common sense. You have to determine if this person gives a damn and then you have to, you, you got to pray about it. Or you got you to think, all right, I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to give this person a chance. When you listen to Eric Holcomb, okay, you're not listening to a leader. And I'm not even talking about the remainder of his time in office before this year. I only want to focus on January 1st, 2020 and forward. Because when everything else is just plugging along all right and there's no real big crisis occurring and everything is hunky-dory okay, it doesn't really matter what's going on in the governor's mansion. But it's when the shit hits the fan. It's when we need a leader. It's when we need a man or a woman with a plan that it then matters. So... Even though I feel very strongly that Eric Holcomb has sucked as governor of the state of Indiana for the entirety of his time in office, I have only focused, while talking to you guys, of his last 10 months. And I will tell you, the performance that we have received from Eric Holcomb in the last 10 months is enough for us to send him packing, hopefully with a big enough loss that he understands he is not welcome back in Indiana politics ever again. Now, as far as Dr. Woody Myers, I can't tell you really anything about him. Because to me, the debate doesn't matter. It's canned answers. They have a little bit of an idea of what's going to be asked of them, and they they prep, and they plan. But this guy has been a ghost. And then the debate kicks off last night. He was not comfortable being there. He came off as scared. He came off as uncomfortable. And he came off as odd. Odd. O-D-D. He came off as extremely odd. And he certainly did not look like a leader. Meanwhile, you've got Governor Holcomb. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was swinging back and forth at the podium. I don't know if he was rocking up on his heels and then back onto the balls of his feet and then on his heels and on his balls of his feet. I don't know what he was doing. But he couldn't keep still. It seemed like he had to pee. Or that he was uncomfortable or nervous and he should be. He should be scared to death. He should think, 
that his time as the chief executive of the state of Indiana is dwindling to an end. And that's because in between these two bozos, you had Donald Rainwater. He stood there, he stood firm, he stood proud. He looked at the camera and he gave good, pithy answers. He answered the questions, he fought back, he issued challenges to the candidates. Look, you hear Eric Holcomb talking about calling himself a doctor because he's surrounded by other doctors, or I don't know, maybe he stayed in a Holiday Inn Express last night. Who, who's ever, I've been to the dentist last week, you, you can call me doctor, I call myself doctor all the time. I went to the doctor the other day, I had a sore throat, I'm a doctor now. He's just goofy. He laughed, he smiled, he looked inappropriate. What kind of leadership does that show us? That's not what we need. And look, folks, you all think 2020's been bad. We've not seen anything yet. We've not seen anything yet. Because no matter what goes on with COVID, whether it stays where it's at, it gets a little worse, it gets a little better, we get a vaccine, no matter what happens, we are in for some major, major issues financially in 2021 and 2022 because of this. And because... Eric Holcomb, as governor of the state of Indiana, decided all by his lonesome that he was going to shut down the economy in Indiana. I, I notice he's been doing this little sleight of hand here lately. People have been saying to him, well, you shut down the state. And he says, well, we did not shut down the state. The state, implying like the government. Who cares if the government was shut down? He shut down work. He shut down places of worship. He shut down folks' lives. And he doesn't care. There was a contest on, on this stage last night in these rooms between two of these candidates between Dr. Myers and Governor Holcomb on who could be more Democrat. And then you've got Donald Rainwater saying, hey, I want the people to be in charge of their own lives. I want the people of, the, of Indiana, our citizens, our Hoosiers, to have more money in their pockets. I want them to be in charge of their safety. I want them to do what's best for their family. I want the government to be here to help protect their rights, not to trample on their rights, not to pick the winners and losers of small businesses. But I want to help cultivate and grow the Hoosiers experience as a citizen living in Indiana. And you had Woody Myers, you know, 
letting you know he's planning on rolling through the state and he's going to lock it down. He's going to mandate more than Holcomb did. Let me tell you, folks, we do not want Eric Holcomb to continue being governor. And if you have a man on stage saying, you know what, I don't think Eric Holcomb, Eric Holcomb, you enough. If I, Woody Myers, am elected, I plan to Eric Holcomb you so hard, you're not even going to know who Eric Holcomb is. Well, we definitely don't want him. We definitely don't want him. And I don't like hearing people say that Donald Rainwater is an anti-mask person. He's not. He's an anti-overreach person. He is an anti-mandate person. Holcomb wants to get together with the Indiana General Assembly, and he wants the Indiana General Assembly to make the laws, and he wants to lead as chief executive of the state of, of Indiana. Moreover, he realizes that the Constitution of the United States of America and the Constitution of the state of Indiana has set forth the precedent that the individual, the citizen, that the Hoosier has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and he wants to let you keep those freedoms, and he wants you to be liberated. He doesn't want to mandate your life. If you want to wear a mask and you feel that you need to wear a mask, then wear the mask. If the Indiana General Assembly makes a law, then they make a law. But he isn't just going to willy-nilly one day wake up and say, Ho-ho! Look at me! No, no, no. That's Eric Holcomb. And it hasn't worked the last 10 months. So we don't need more of Eric Holcomb, and we definitely don't need Eric Holcomb on steroids, which is Woody Myers, I think, because really Woody has hid out. He appeared on stage in a room locked away during last night's debate, and I guess he will appear next week as well, but he's not a real candidate. This race is not between Woody Myers. He is not in the running. He's not going to be governor. He should quit wasting money. I'm surprised that he's wasted the money that he has. This race is between Governor Holcomb and Donald Rainwater. And we have seen what Eric Holcomb has to offer. Indiana will not survive another year under Eric Holcomb. We definitely won't survive another four years under Eric Holcomb. And he thinks it's all fun and games. He thinks it's all great and wonderful. Yeah, my crazy, crazy government overreach, it's past constitutional muster. <laughs> Let's joke around some. I'm a doctor. I stayed in a Holiday Inn Express last night. Listen to this lunacy. Play cut one. I'm surrounded by doctors all day long. I even call myself a doctor every once in a while. I don't even know what to say to that. That's crazy. And I know that's nothing. I know it's really small. It's just a joke or, or whatever. But I don't think that destroying the state of Indiana is anything to be joking about. I don't know that there's anything that's happened in the last 10 months or the last four years that should make him feel 
like he's in a position where he can be joking around. He should feel the heat. And, and I think if you looked at him, if you watched him during the debate, and I will put a link to the debate in the summary of this episode, I highly recommend you watching it. But if you watched Holcomb, I think he knows it. But he just has a problem with saying and doing the right things because saying that craziness was just nonsense. But not to be outdone, not to be outdone, you have Dr. Myers who wants to let you, the citizen, know that what has been done to you by this virus and by your government It's not nearly enough. Oh no, Dr. Myers plans to give it to you harder. He plans to make that mandate much more stringent. And he is going to put in place consequences for you naughty Hoosiers that won't protect yourselves. Old Dr. Myers is going to do it for you. Play cut two. We do need a real mask mandate with consequences. Consequences? Consequences? What about the mom and pop shops that are shutting down? What about the people who can't pay for their mortgage? Or what about those people that have lost their lives due to drug addiction and because of the government overreach, their programs have been shut down and they can't be out in public without a mask. They might get arrested because Eric Holcomb started doing crazy stuff, how this was going to be enforced and blah, 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 blah. How about all of that for consequences? Do you not register those consequences, Dr. Myers? Let's let the doctor continue here. Finish cut two. We do need a real mask mandate with consequences for the small percentage of Hoosiers who choose not to protect themselves or protect others. Protect others. Protect others. Look, I don't want to do any harm to anybody. I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to bring any harm to anybody. And I'll even go a step further. I will do what I can to help somebody. I will go out of my way. I will put myself in harm's way to protect someone. But I'm doing that of my own accord. My governor isn't mandating me to do that. He shouldn't do that. And not only should he not do it, he doesn't have the authority to. And now that starts going down a whole nother rabbit hole because it gets into what the Indiana General Assembly has allowed and they should face the consequences of being unelected and booted out of office because they were asleep at the wheel and didn't do anything to protect your rights. They too should face the consequences of allowing Holcomb to do what he's done because they could have pushed back. But no, no. What they're going to do is they're going to jump their support to Rainwater. Hopefully it's enough Hopefully it's enough to boot Eric out of office. But if it isn't, they have said they plan to punish him next year when they're back in session. Well, that's all good, and that's all fine. And if Eric is the governor, which hopefully he's not, but if he does win re-election, then I hope they do punish him. But I'm mad at the Indiana General Assembly because they wanted to do it safe. They wanted to wait until the election was over. What they should have done is they should have put on their big boy pants and their big girl pants, and they should have went to work pushing back against Eric Holcomb and his crazy overreach. And I know that this was the section where I was talking about Myers, but let me tell you, it's a one 
stone deal here. We're killing two birds with one stone. If we don't want Holcomb, and Holcomb isn't a good choice, then Myers definitely isn't. Because all that Myers is saying is, I want to do it worse than Holcomb did. Okay, and moving on, moving off the masks, let's listen to the quote from Donald Rainwater, Plate Cut 3. We need to realize that our state government wastes millions, if not billions of dollars a year on old processes, old systems, and just plain old fraud, waste, and abuse. And everybody knows it, they just don't want to talk about it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Listen to that quote. Listen to how much sense that makes. He wasn't talking about calling himself a doctor. He wasn't talking about welding you into your house like the Chinese did because of a virus that the government can't control, but they think that they can control you. He's talking about how we all know that the state government wastes funds. Of course the state does it. The federal government does. Of course the state does it. Your county governments do it. Your city and your town governments do it. But normally politicians don't like to talk about it because they're all a part of it. Holcomb doesn't mind. And that's when it hit me. Because look, these three quotes, they weren't their opening statements. They were just from various points of the 60-minute debate, okay? But I heard these quotes and I thought, wow, 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 wow. These quotes really sum up these three candidates in my opinion. And I'm going to tell you, Governor Holcomb is not a leader. He is a clown. And he is so drunk on the power that he feels that he has as governor that he doesn't care about your rights. He doesn't care that he has crippled the businesses, the economy, the mom and pops shops and stores and businesses that feed families, that pay bills, that employ other Hoosiers. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't care. He can mandate anything he wants as he feels, and he expects us all to do it. Meanwhile, he doesn't follow the mandates. He doesn't follow the laws, the Eric laws that he puts in place. They're not laws because the Indiana General Assembly didn't vote on these and put these in effect. They're executive overreach. And that's why he must go. That's why he is no good for the state of Indiana. But if you listen to this quote where he's laughing, <laughs> I call myself a doctor. I'm surrounded by doctors all the time. Sometimes I call. He's so crazy. He thinks that he's a doctor because he's surrounded by doctors. What an ego on this guy. Who does he think he is? Out of control. If you would cut the debate up and go through and just watch the Eric Holcomb parts, it would be laughable how often he's rocking back and forth like, I don't even know what's going on there. All of the funny looks he has on his face, all of the times he chuckles to himself, he looks down, he won't look at the camera. It looks like, you know, he knows the punchline to a really funny joke that only he is in on. Only the joke's not funny because it's about how he's crippled Indiana. And that's why I say that Holcomb's quote is perfect to sum up his entire platform in this election.
Meanwhile, Donald Rainwater says, hey, I want to talk about how the state is wasting money. I want to talk about fraud. I want to talk about how we can better spend money. I want to talk about how we can better put the money back in the Hoosiers' hands rather than taking their money. One of the things that Rainwater says that I absolutely love is there's no such thing as state or public funds. It's all the citizens' funds that the state takes. So Rainwater's quote talking about not liking how the money is wasted and and lost and and through corruption and fraud the citizens are are damaged because our government officials are corrupt ignorant assholes rainwater says i'm i'm going to take a look at that i want to stop this And that's why, again, I chose that quote for Rainwater. Like I chose Meyer's quote, where he's talking about we need a real mask mandate with real consequences to protect each other from each other. And I'll do it right after I... Uh, dig my head out of the sand that I've buried my head in so nothing can be seeing me because my head is buried in the sand like an ostrich. Myers feels like he's safe that way. And he's going to make you safe with government overreach. Keep in mind, we don't believe, we don't think, we don't feel like Holcomb has the authority to do it, and we don't want Holcomb in charge anymore, but Myers wants to do it to you worse than Holcomb did. Yeah, yay, let's give him a shot. That sounds like fun. How many more people can be put out of work? How many more businesses can shut their doors? How many more riots can we have where the governor doesn't act to protect people, their lives, and their property? How much more of that can we take? We know what Holcomb does. We know what Holcomb doesn't do. Well, Myers wants to do it more more, or I guess more or less. Right? I don't know which one it goes. It all sounds bad to me. None of it sounds like a good idea. That's why I picked these three quotes. Because I feel like they most represent the people and their platforms. These quotes represent Eric Holcomb. They represent Dr. Myers. They represent rainwater. And if you are telling yourself the truth, it has to be, I'm going to vote for rainwater. He might not be the end-all, be-all. He definitely isn't. He's a human. He has failings like the rest of us. But he is better 
than Holcomb, and he is a hell of a lot better than Myers. Keep in mind that Myers and Holcomb are the same thing. They're left Twix, right Twix. Aren't you tired of the same old Politwix? Don't you want something better? Don't you feel like Indiana deserves something better? I sure as hell do. All right, friends, I need to talk to you about the sponsor of this episode, and that is Reliable Plumbing Services, Mark Bolin and Sherry Sheline. All your plumbing needs, 28 years experience, senior citizens discounts, military discounts. They work with sewer services, drain services, water jetting, sewer installations, general plumbing, toilet installs, septic tank repairs, new water lines, and much more much more. Call Reliable Plumbing Services at 765-252-3665. That's 765-252-3665. Perception is reality. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Christopher H. Bilbrey. You're listening to the 125th episode of Perception is Reality. Hope you're doing well. So we're talking about the gubernatorial debate that took place on Tuesday, October 21st, and how I believe that in just a series of very brief and very diverse quotes, you can find the entire political belief of all three of these candidates. In Holcomb's brief quote, he sounds like a lunatic. In Meyer's quote, he lets you know that he wants to go further past where Holcomb has went during these last 10 months, which, in my opinion, makes Myers a lunatic. And Rainwater talks about how he's tired of Indiana wasting and losing money through corruption, fraud, and, and, and waste. And now, if you look at Rainwater's platform and his belief system and how he wants to govern Indiana if elected, I would say that the majority of the citizens in Indiana, probably the majority of the citizens everywhere, would buy into a majority of what he believes. I don't care if you're Republican. I don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you're conservative or liberal or socialist or strong capitalist. I believe that the majority of citizens everywhere want to live a life free of being molested, free of the interference of others, of government, and they want to be able to do their thing without having so much interference from the government. Obviously, the government won't be just completely abolished. I'm not an anarchist. I'm not someone who completely believes in removing every aspect of government. I just feel, and I feel like Rainwater feels, and I feel like the majority of citizens... They can have political beliefs, but if they would really bully, boil it down, they would 
say, yeah, you know what? I, I don't care what those people do over there. I don't care who that person marries. I don't care about this and that. I want to be able to keep my family healthy, happy. I want to be able to pay my bills. I want to be able to keep food on the table. And I want to be able to enjoy myself. And I want to do that without pressures to conform one way or the other. And I, I really feel like that's Rainwater's message. And I feel like that type of government really would benefit Indiana. It would really benefit everywhere, I believe. I, I, I just think that Rainwater's message of better government, not bigger government, is important. I like the idea of... Hoosiers being able to keep a majority of their money. I like the idea of Rainwater kicking the federal government out of state's business. I like the idea of Rainwater saying, you know what? Your local community should be able to keep their money for their school system and should be able to fund the school system for your child. We shouldn't dictate that, and the federal government definitely shouldn't dictate that. I, I like, and I feel like a majority of the people feel like they have a right to be able to protect themselves. You have Dr. Myers and, and, and Holcomb and the questions about the red laws and, and different aspects of that, where Holcomb says, you know what? shall not be infringed means exactly <laughs> what it means. Shall not be infringed. And anything beyond that is an infringement. And I just think that if folks would take a deep breath and start to unpack their political belief, that they would really start to see that they align more with that middle-of-the-road way of thinking and that just live-and-let-live kind of life. And I think that that is a way, and I believe wholeheartedly that that is a way that we can start working on bridging the divide back to trying to at least talk to each other civilly. Maybe we'll never return to how it used to be. We're probably stuck in this new America, this new American politics, American politics part B, which I talked about in last episode. We're probably stuck here. I get it. I understand it. But what's wrong with at least wanting to attempt to repair some of our way of life and attempt to mold it at least into some facsimile of what we used to have. I think that that should be the goal. And I, I will be honest in saying that I believe that the way that Rainwater looks at the job of governor is the way that it should be looked at. And it's the way that the citizens should look at that position. It's the way that we should all be looking at this. It's the way that we should all be approaching government. 
better government, not bigger government. That goes hand in hand with my phrase of better government through citizen involvement. If we are all involved and we're all doing the very best that we can do while trying to do the least amount of harm to other individuals and without trying to overreach the government red tape into people's lives, I think things would be better off, and I think that it would be easier for folks to express ideas, and maybe we could start to repair some serious damage. I don't know. I I just feel like there has to be common ground. I will not give up on the idea that there is common ground between some of the absolute most vitriolic people on the left and those counterparts of theirs on the right. I just, I will not accept that they are so far gone that it's over, that America is over. That That's not something that I will accept. And to bring it back full circle, I get excited when I hear Rainwater speak, and I get excited when I see all of the people that are flooding to him, and I get excited when I hear that Channel 13 WTHR news station out of Indianapolis is calling him the winner of the debate, and that their polls are showing that he is in the lead, and that Fox 59 is saying that he is the winner of the debate. All one has to do is drive through any community in Indiana, or take a stroll through your social media feed, and look at all of the rainwater posts all of the rainwater pictures, all of the support that this gentleman is getting. And the reason that's happening is because our governor thinks that somebody's a doctor just because they hang out with some doctors. And the challenger that should have been able to beat Holcomb has played ghost this entire campaign. Nobody's seen him. Nobody's heard from him. However, he shows up one night to let us all know if he's elected, it will be far worse than Holcomb. And we've already made our mind up that we do not want Holcomb, right? We can agree. Holcomb has not been good for Indiana. He believes that it's 1920s as far as his outlook on medical cannabis or recreational cannabis. He, he sees Indiana as his kingdom where he can lord over all of us as he chooses. And of course, he has a direct line of funding from Eli Lilly. And then, of course, he has almost the entire state Republican Party at his every beck and call, jumping every time Eric Holcomb says jump. And they are honestly letting other great candidates go on down the road because they just simply can't cater to everybody because they are so busy catering to Eric Holcomb, who has absolutely trashed their party as the highest elected official in the state of Indiana. And they've let all of that happen for what? Why have they allowed that to happen? Why have the Republicans allowed Eric Holcomb to do what he's done? What have they received because of that? 
I just think that they are so enamored with him for whatever reason, they are losing sight of the big picture, which is seriously, no one likes them, no one trusts them, and nobody wants them running this state. And I'll be honest, I can't tell which party is worst. I can't tell if the Democrats are the worst party in the state, or I can't tell if the Republicans are, because we have the Democrats being Democrats, and we have the Republicans trying to be Democrats. And finally, finally, an answer has come to the state of Indiana, and the people finally, for a very short period of time, we have a chance to do something that can seriously put Indiana on the course to making appropriate decisions so that we can finally try and get back to some kind of a normal life. Look around you. At this point in the election, you have to look and say, am I better off now than I was in 2016? Is my life better as a Hoosier, as a citizen of America? Is my life better right now than it was four years ago? Where do I want my life to be in four years from now? Do I want it to be better? Do I want it to be the same? You ought to be able to look at what's going on. You ought to be able to go to downtown Indianapolis. You ought to look at the unemployment numbers. You ought to look at how many businesses have closed for various reasons in Indiana. Look good and hard at those numbers and then try to answer that question. Try to answer, are you better off now? than you were four years ago, because the answer is no. Unless you're lying to yourself, the answer is no. It has to be no. And of course, Woody Myers won't be any better, won't be any different, because literally the only thing that he has said in the last 10 months is, I would do things more extreme than what current Governor Eric Holcomb has done. We don't need locked in our homes. We don't need shut down from now until doomsday. And we don't need masks sewn to our faces so that the greater good is protected. What we need to do is back up out of people's personal lives. We need to stop picking winners and losers in the economy. And we need to start allowing Hoosiers to keep more of their own money. We need to stop saying things like public money or state money because those words are non-existent. They're not real. That money that you're talking about public money, quote-unquote, state money, quote-unquote, is all money that belongs to Hoosiers that the state of Indiana has taken. And like you hear Rainwater say in his quote, all they do is misappropriate it. They lose it through waste. It's disappearing through fraud and corruption. And you can hear Rainwater's disgust for that in his quote. 
that you've heard. Listen, I would highly, highly, highly recommend you taking the time to go back through and listen to episode 101, 109, and 123. That three-part interview with Libertarian candidate Donald Rainwater really gives you a great picture of who this man is. It lets you hear what his opinions are on a wide variety of topics. It allows you to hear how he thinks through questions. It lets you hear his serious side. It lets you hear a little bit of his humorous side. And I can tell you this, outside of the politics, I've really started to look up to Donald Rainwater. I've really considered us friends. I see him as someone who is in the same fight that we are here. I see him as someone that's trying to better government through his citizen involvement. He's trying to get you all to do the same thing. He needs our hand. He needs a helping hand. I've said it many times. I can't do this all by myself. You can't do this all by yourself. It takes all of us together helping one another. And I can tell you that he needs our help too. If you're tired of how things are going, and I can say from the federal level down to the local level, if you're tired of it all, you have to start someplace. Why not it be with this governor's race? Don't look at this as a third-party candidate. Look at this as three candidates running. Two are the exact same person, and one is the epitome of freedom and liberty and justice, (laughs) justice for all, for all of us, okay? He's not bigoted. He's not a racist. He doesn't want to pick winners and losers like we've been doing for the last 10 months in this state. He wants to help rebuild Indiana. He wants to kick the federal government out of our state when that is needed. He wants to work with those folks that have businesses, that have ideas, and he wants to create a better Indiana for himself, for his family, and for all of us. And I, for one, believe that we need to do whatever we can to help him. If you can make phone calls for his campaign, get a hold of his campaign and see what you can do. Maybe just walk your neighborhood. Maybe talk to the folks at your office. Talk to your family. Look, folks, voting doesn't cut it anymore. Used to, you could go vote, you could walk away, and that was the end of it. Not anymore. Now you have to vote, you have to energize your family, you have to energize your co-workers, you have to energize your neighbors. 
I scream it to anybody who will listen. Go into your cell phone settings and change the signature section of your text messages to say, vote for Donald Rainwater. Go into your social media once a day and and simply just put out a status. I support and I am voting for Donald Rainwater for governor of the state of Indiana, and I would highly recommend you do the same. And it's those little things which will help push Rainwater over the finish line and help make him victorious so that he can start working on repairing Indiana so that we can get back to having an Indiana that we all so desperately want. Or don't do any of that stuff which will allow Holcomb to be reelected or Myers to be elected and at that point we will get the Indiana that we truly deserve. You're listening to Perception is Reality. We'll be right back. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this 125th episode of Perception is Reality. Remind all your friends and family that we can be found on all major podcast hosting sites. The easiest way to look for us is to simply search Bilberry Podcast. Be sure to share the show with everyone you know. Also, remember, stay active, stay involved, stay engaged, and get educated. Make sure that you're educated. Make sure that you're getting folks that you know educated. That's the best way to fight back against all this. God bless. Take care. Be safe. Until next time, remember, rah! You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765 546 9796. Till next time, remember perception, perception is, is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.